I'm Shelton Bumgarner, and this is episode 11 of What's the Crack? American Ancient Regime. I've often thought about what it was like for someone who was 18 years old in 1789 when there was when the storming of the Bastille took place. It seems as though that given the revolution and the Napoleonic Wars that followed, that person <coughs> lived a very interesting life. Now, uh, now, we now we find ourselves with, a, with the American ancient regime. The only reason why I call it the ancient regime is, first of all, I cannot, I cannot give it the proper French pronunciation, which would be pretty cool. Because uh, I don't know how to do it. Uh, and uh, second of all, uh, there is not a person living who remembers the before times of being in being uh, under colonial rule. So in, a, in essence, relative to the American experience, the, the current current government, current form of government is an ancient regime. So let me begin by saying I am not an expert. And if you're looking for expert analysis, you probably should go to the, to the Twitter feed of some blue check somewhere. But I can give you uh, some <coughs> back-of-the-envelope calculations. Uh, the United States, the, our ancient regime, is stable. It is, it is reasonably stable, and uh, there's only one problem, one metric, where there's a, a critical problem, <coughs> and that is our politics. And the reason why uh, <clears throat> there is a problem is all of our sort of non-critical problems have have manifest themselves in one person, Donald Trump. So th what I'm about to say is more more about speculation as to what happens if Trump and Barr's efforts to control the media narrative post-election, fail, and they have to be a bit more brutal, but a bit more blunt, a bit more conspicuous, a bit more brazen in their attempt to stay in power. Because Trump is never leaving office. Never. Now, I don't think you really appreciate the significance of that. You know, he does, quote-unquote, joke a whole lot about staying in power for 12 years. He's not joking. And he said, for some reason, he said he was going to negotiate more years in power, which I don't quite understand, which... The only thing I can think of is, maybe he's thinking about a constitutional convention? Maybe? But the issue is, is if you if you work on the very credible <coughs> assumption that Trump is never leaving office, then you have to think about what would be the reaction to the American public, if he simply never, if he, if he simply refused to concede, should he not win outright on election night? Because it's very possible he's going to win out. He's going to quote unquote win outright on election night. Um. So remember, Trump has fidelity, absolute fidelity, by from about thirty-eight percent of the electorate. They their logic is recursive. They do not. 
they won't they support Trump because they support Trump and also they they support Trump because they want to troll everybody else who does not support Trump. Not a lot of thinking is going on. So the thing is uh, the thing that sort of that will lay bare the the actual stability or lack thereof of the ancient regime of the American ancient regime is if Trump does something that is impossible for the complicit uh, press to spin. Something that is so existential to the way the American public thinks of itself that there's nothing, there's no way for the press, which ordinarily I'm quite an ally of, uh, to say, well, guys, you know, he, we don't want any violence, and, you know, he, he, we're a nation of laws, and he won legally, just like in 2000, Bush won legally, so just cool it. If he does something that is impossible for them to do, then we go from, from the usual trying to, trying to placate, trying to make everybody calm down, to sort of a 9-11 event. A political 9-11 event where there's it's just like whoa there's this mass chaos and there's no it goes beyond the ability of the the natural inclination of the press to try to try to calm people down now this is where things get kind of tricky for me to speculate i have no idea <laughs> i have no idea what's gonna happen how it would happen if it, if it, even if it would happen because perhaps Either Trump will Trump and Barr will succeed in 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 controlling the, the media narrative, or you know, the average person just won't care, or not necessarily not care, but you know, it, there's a big difference between getting upset on Twitter and risking, especially if you're a blue check, risking what's important to you in the real, real world. So you know, there it's possible that you know people there'll be. I mean, not even. I mean, I'm I'm so not violent that. That I might you know, be mischievous, you know, by my the level the, the extent of my mischievousness might be, uh, I don't know, posting a meme. <laughs> uh, that's about it. But uh, if the if people if the average person taps into sort of the mythos that were that the, that we were all. Uh, American birthright. If if Americans kind of tap into their birthright of being against tyranny and believing that they live in a free country, then this ostensibly very stable American ancient regime gets very fragile very quickly and may even collapse. And now I don't even know what a collapse would look like because probably what would happen is on a moral level, Trump would lose the mandate of heaven, but he would still have the edifice of the U.S. US government at his disposal, and then it would be. In, in this, this, this is the thing that, <laughs> this is the thing that the the right wing nut jobs who love Trump don't appreciate, is they're so busy thinking about <laughs> rebelling against the government, they don't really think about what if they are the government, <laughs> and so, you know, if if. The other side, or even not even the other side, but just people who aren't MAGA, if they, for the purposes of getting rid of Trump, radicalize, 
that's a dynamic that they are that the Boogaloo's and the Proud Boys perhaps are not prepared for. Because they would be part of the ancient regime. Now, more likely, what would happen is simply Trump would simply consolidate power, purge the media, and we wouldn't even know what was going on because the media would be purged. <clears throat> or put it or put another way, the issue is we are hurtling towards a decision of some sort about America's fate. I do not I do not know what the decision will be, but the one thing that ordinarily we would think maybe might happen or would happen, definitely, the peaceful transfer of power is not going to happen. Either Trump wins outright or the country implodes. Uh, or, I guess the third option is that we, he, he is forced to consolidate power and we don't care. So, in a rather ham-handed way. And again, I, don't, I have no idea. I can't predict the future. I can just sort of weigh possible outcomes. But then really, uh, in all honesty, <laughs> the, the decision will, uh, will be ours. I mean, it will be ours. I mean, it will be, that's the, that's the issue. Uh, the decision will be ours. And I, I honestly, I, I don't have any ready answer for you what I think that decision will be. So anyway, <coughs> as always, I am working on a novel. It's going well. And again, additionally, I would like a co-host, I would like guests, and I uh, need engagement. And uh, the more I think about it, the more I realize that, that What's the Crack <coughs> perhaps is not the best title for the type of podcast this is. But uh, I think that this the, the title uh, is a better description of its intended purpose than the seriousness that I've given the, these most recent podcasts. Uh, and, and in a sense, I think... I don't, I don't even, given that it does not fit the podcast conventions, I don't even know if this is really a podcast so much as simply a vo vo uh, audio blog for the time being. But once I get a co-host and guests, uh, then it will be more of a podcast. It might be a bit more formal, and it might uh, also, we might, be given the title, we might sort of lean into more saying, talking about serious things in a less serious way. So because my natural inclination to be silly will pop out. Uh, anyway, uh, thanks for listening. And uh, please, if you can, share this or uh, share some uh, knowledge of this podcast to your friends. Uh, this is Shelton Mungwarner, and this has been episode 11 of What's the Crack? American Ancient Regime.